This is Pastor Landon Davis. Thank you for joining me for our daily Bible study. We're going to be reading from the book of Galatians today, the first chapter, and I'll be reading from the World English Bible. Paul, an apostle, not from men nor through men, but through Jesus Christ and God the Father who raised him from the dead, and all the brothers who are with me to the assemblies of Galatia, grace to you and peace from God the Father and our Lord Jesus Christ who gave himself for our sins, that he might deliver us out of this present evil age according to the will of our God and Father, to whom be the glory forever and ever. Amen. Paul begins his letter by emphasizing that he is an apostle and that his authority comes from God. His greeting is grace to you and peace from God the Father and our Lord Jesus Christ who gave himself for our sins. Now, this simple greeting distinguishes the Christian faith from the Jewish faith, and that's going to be important in this letter. Now, both believe in one God, the Father of creation. However, Christianity worshiped Christ and believed that he was the only answer for sin. And there are similar greetings uh, that are found in Paul's other letters, but it's especially significant in this one because in this epistle, Paul is trying to save a church that's been influenced by Judaizers, by people that are trying to bring Christians back under the law of Moses. Verse 6, I marvel that you were so quickly deserting him who called you in the grace of Christ to a different good news. But there isn't another good news, only there are some who trouble you and want to pervert the good news of Christ. But even though we or an angel from heaven should preach to you any other good news other than that which we preach to you, let him be cursed. As we have said before, so I now say again, if any man preaches to you any good news other than what you received, let him be cursed. For am I now seeking the favor of men or of God? Or am I striving to please men? For if I were still pleasing men, I wouldn't be a servant of Christ. So Paul's very emphatic that there's only one true gospel. That's what good news means. There's only one true gospel. So as we read this letter, it's going to be clear that the issue is is not just did Christ die and be buried and, and rise again, but what do you do with that? What's the significance? What, what does it mean to believe and obey that gospel? How do we respond to it? And he's saying that there have been men who have come in with still preaching Christ to some degree, but with a different application, with a different message. And he says it's it's not possible. There's just one gospel. And so what's significant here is he says if, if someone is, is preaching this, and later he'll also say if they're believing this, what they had believed uh, originally would be in vain. We find that someone can know Christ, know His grace, and yet find themselves, according to this passage, cursed if they become deceived. Verse 11, But I make known to you, brothers, concerning the good news which was preached by me, that it is not according to man. For I didn't receive it from man, nor was I taught it, but it came to me through revelation of Jesus Christ. For you have heard of my way of living in times past in the Jewish religion, how that beyond measure I persecuted the assembly of God and ravaged it. I advanced in the Jews' religion beyond many of my own age among my countrymen, being more exceedingly zealous for the traditions of my fathers. But when it was the good pleasure of God who separated me from my mother's womb and called me through His grace to reveal His Son in me that I might preach Him among the Gentiles, 
I didn't immediately confer with flesh and blood, nor did I go up to Jerusalem to those who were apostles before me, but I went away into Arabia, then I returned to Damascus. So there's quite a few things here. Um, Paul was well-versed in Judaism and in the law of Moses. So he knew that it was and had been a blessing to have this law to guide people's lives and their decisions, but he also knew the shortcomings. He he knew that it was fulfilled in Christ. He knew that forgiveness and power and life were only found in Christ. So although he had zealously persecuted the church, Christ and his grace had found him, and Paul had a special revelation of the plan of God. Uh, you'll remember from when we studied the book of Acts that there was a great light that shone down and the Lord spoke to him. And so Paul was very secure in the gospel that he preached. Verse 18, Then after three years I went up to Jerusalem to visit Peter and stayed with him fifteen days. But of the other apostles I saw no one except James, the Lord's brother. Now about the things which I write to you, behold, before God I am not lying. Then I came to the regions of Syria and Cilicia, and I was still unknown by face to the assemblies of Judea, which were in Christ. But they only heard, He who once persecuted us now preaches the faith that he once tried to destroy. So they glorified God in me. So as we said, Paul was called by God. He's going to try to write to these people with the authority of a true apostle. This is not just a theological debate. This is not just something he learned from someone and it's his opinion versus their opinion. But he knows that God called him and he's come to establish the church and now he's going to correct the church. He didn't receive his apostleship because of the favor of men. Now, he, aside from Peter and James, the assemblies in Judea hadn't even known him personally. But they still affirmed his ministry, and he said, glorify God because of him, uh, because he wasn't originally a follower of Christ, but they found he was preaching the same message as the other apostles. And we'll find in this letter, we see Paul, in this very short letter, he speaks of faith, he speaks of the crucifixion and the new covenant, baptism in Christ, the promise of the Spirit, judgment against those that continue in the sinful works of the flesh. He emphasizes the virtues of a godly lifestyle, being full of the fruit of the Spirit. All the things the original church was preaching, Paul preaches that same thing. Paul's ministry was impactful because he carried the message, the true gospel. And so the same is true for us today. We're going to be saved by the gospel in anything we do for the Lord. What's going to make it impactful is that we can continue in the same gospel and herald the apostolic message to our world today. So let's pray and ask that the Lord would uh, help us to do exactly that. Father, we pray in the name of Jesus. We ask you, Lord, that we would know your gospel, that we would believe your gospel, that we would share your gospel. I ask that you would lead and guide anyone that will listen to this podcast into all truth. In the name of Jesus Christ, we pray. Amen. God bless you. Thank you for listening. Join me again tomorrow for another episode.